Stick this in your ear. The number one, the number one internet shock radio network. Shock me, shock me, shock me with that deviant behavior. Renegade, Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Las Vegas. I miss the earth so much. I miss my wife. Let's go. It's lonely out of space. We got a crazy one. On such a timeless flight. Man, Rocket Man. I'm telling you, it gets crazy, man. Oh, shit. And I think it's gonna be a long, long time. To touch down brings me round again to find. I'm not the man they think I am at home. Oh, no, no, no. Rock your motherfucking man, Rock I'm telling you, man. Yeah, 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 I'm your host, E.G., the Urban Scholar. This is Renegade Talk Las Vegas. And boy, do I have a show for you. Again, I have to say this now before it gets too crazy. I have to clear this up. Man, (laughs) the views and opinions that are expressed on this show does not have to do with any of my staff or any Renegade employees. Man, I got to get that disclaimer out immediately because this next show, man, everything is live. I'm telling you, I can't make this shit up. Honestly, I did one of my first interviews with an unknown known lady and man when I say no to drugs shit is real first hand man I can't make this shit up I can't make it up let's just get into it here we go live first interview let's just go back in 2014 and um, I ended up getting on meth I mean, so what do you uh, think kind of like led you to a lot of these problems that you pretty much... Do you want to interview me? Do you want to do... I, I mean, will this, do... Okay, I mean, yeah. I will do that for you. All right, yeah. I mean, let's just talk. Yeah. I, mean, I will do that for you if you want to do that. I will... I will I'm, I'm 36 years old. I've been through a, a shit ton of shit. Well, let's... Well, we can start right now. What do you want to yeah. start? I mean, you can tell I me... You can, I was good until I mentioned it. Now I got nervous. <laughs> 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 look, look, let me open my mouth. <laughs> um, old girl, they went to go get old girl. I don't want her to come in and run her mouth and be loud. So we'll just do what we can for it. And then I have to go right. home. It's fine. Up. I mean, it's so, fine. I could chop I it mean, up. What? Um, we can, well, Okay, just, I mean, shit, tell me your story. I mean, where are you from and everything? Uh, um, where are you from? I am from, originally, I was born in Richmond, Indiana. I don't remember living there. Um, I remember being, I would say, two or three. I lived with my aunt and uncle out in the country, Louisville, Indiana. A little bit, just a little bit. It wasn't even a town, really. It seemed like it was just country. But then we moved to Mays, Mays, Indiana, which is Rush County. And uh, little bit of town had like 
probably like 40 houses in an elementary school. Had <laughs> 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 like the mini marts and you know, stuff. And I lived there until I was 13. I mean, so so like, when do you really feel like that your actual life had actually took a turn to the other side of you know the actual life? The life of addiction. Yes. Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I would say that I wouldn't even have thought about that. But at eight years old, I mean, you you get you learn that something will make you comfortable if it, something hurts you can usually numb it or comfort it yourself by doing something your, your boyfriend breaks up with you right. you eat ice cream you eat ice cream um it takes the pain away you know what i mean really um or so like when you a lot of people become obese because they get addicted to food um i i like i like food I always thought maybe if I could just chew it up and then spit it out so I could taste it. What's your favorite food? Strawberries. Mm. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah, I like strawberries. Yeah. You find out you're hitting on me. <laughs> <laughs> not, not tonight. <laughs> I just can't. <laughs> so, um, so you moved from Richmond to, so when did you actually move to Indianapolis? Um, I only, I've only been in Indianapolis in September mm. um, I came up here in 2015 and went to rehab after I lost my twins I have four children okay. I'm married I have four children um, I don't have any of my children um, why, I'm not with my one children. second why is that why do I have my children yes um, uh, drugs is what started the you know what I mean uh, most of like my twins I um, chose to have an open adoption um, you know and stuff like that but it was drugs that made me have to make the decisions I made. Mm, man. So, I mean, were you also in like abusive relationships uh, or did that kind of fluctuate or? Well, I mean, there's many kinds of abuse. There's both mental and physical. Um, it was I more- just got out of it. I got, a, I just got out of a um, very mental, and it was more mental in the beginning, verbal. It wasn't put downs. It was like, I, mean, I don't even know. Like, yeah, it was. It was like, um, this, this, and this is wrong with you, but you're perfect, and I love you, and I don't want nobody else, and I'm never going to leave you. And, right. Um, and shit like that. And then it got to where he would push me, or, I mean, then it got to where he hit me. And then at the last time, I now have a scar on the side of my face where he punched me from the back. I mean, in the middle of a parking lot downtown Indianapolis after he kept me in the woods for two weeks. Damn, you say he kept you in the woods for two weeks? Yes. He took my door, uh, my window in at the house and um, because I had broke up with the guy. Mm. Um, he had actually only started to be a roommate. He wasn't supposed to be nothing else. Um, he, I knew it because he owes me some money. Um, I let people use me over and over again. I mean, I have a heart. I know what it's like not to have. True. You just don't screw people over. Right. After so many times, it's enough. Yes. So I kicked him out. Donald was coming back home. Um, I hadn't talked to Troy yet. I was really hoping that, I don't know, I was just hoping that, I guess, before. So I, I, I try. 
I don't like having to. I'd rather put. I would have put that guy. I would have put Donald. Understand. If I felt safe. Right. Um, Donald had been mean. I already knew what it, he was capable of. So did so, he? Uh, I mean, so you said. I mean, did he necessarily come and maybe like kidnap you and then take you to the woods? Kind of, sorta. Kind of, sorta. Yes. Okay. Um, it was more of a. Um, and that was for two weeks. Yeah. Um, he came, um, and um, the next morning. He went to the liquor store. He was drinking, and it was really only just mean when he was drinking. You know what I mean? Like if he'd have some liquor, or you know what I mean, or something like he could drink a beer or so and be all right. But any other after that, it was over. He'd black out, or so he'd say. But um, he flipped out, and he swore he was had a demon, and that he was it, sure. it just it's just rough. And, hey, it, and I, this was your ex, and this was your ex boyfriend, yeah. correct? Yeah, Donald. Man. Yeah, he lived in my house from February to May. But um, he was totally not there at all that day. Like, he had just totally had went into, like, a psychosis of some sort. So you said you and, were you, you were married also? How did that go? Yeah. I mean, what was... Uh, my, me and my husband's been separated for four years. I mean, was he kind of a... He's in Connorsville. He lives in a whole different... Okay. We don't We don't associate with each other. We don't... Every once in a while, I'll talk to him just to check on him, you know. He's in um, very, very bad active addiction. Mm. What was his uh, drug of choice? Awesome. He is, um, he's on meth and heroin. He, mm-hmm. He's like me. He's like I used to be. I used to, it didn't matter as long as it, it numbed me and it took the pain away or it made me feel different. You know what I mean? Well, I mean what sometimes you, it wasn't even about the pain. I mean, what do you think, what type of pain like where did the pain actually come from that you were trying to actually escape um you know like some of the pain is like just depression just down not feeling good enough not um like me trying to help somebody and then refusing help and they won't let me help them Mm. I lose sleep because I wonder why why does it why am I not good enough for them to want me to help them okay yes yes you know I mean ain't that fucked up that I should sleep well knowing that I tried to help, but I don't because they didn't let me. And I continue to worry about people. You felt as though you need to maybe sometimes concentrate on yourself? Yeah, I do now. Right, right. Now I have to worry about me. Now, yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, beforehand too, but like, I mean, I've thought about it at times, you know? But like, then I'm just like, oh, fuck it. And then I go start getting high again. You know, if I, I got, I deal with some, uh, uh, um, some depression, bipolar, PTSD from being in abusive relationships. Mm, damn. You know. Right. So, um, brother blew his brain down. 2014. Damn. Deal with body. Man, so that was the maybe worst time that it actually got. What was maybe like the actual, just when it was you were maybe at your lowest point in your life, when you pretty much thought it might might be actually over. Like, like when I would kill myself. I mean, have you ever felt? I like would that? not ever kill myself. Okay, okay. Um, I, I sometimes I would wish that I, I would just die, like, but I couldn't do nothing to kill myself. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, I'd be like, well, you know, what? Fuck it, I'd fuck that up too. <laughs> you know who does that? Right. <laughs> I couldn't kill myself, <laughs> right? Man, Sorry, it's, it's not good. I mean, it's true though, man. You know, you like 
when you feel like you're a failure and everything and you don't want to do anymore, you're just like, fuck it. I would fuck that up. <laughs> I mean, but I'm pretty sure at one point in your life, I mean, you had your kids and a husband. I mean, um, how was yeah. that? I mean, that was, did it start off uh, all the way bad or it eventually got to that level? Um, I lost, oh, oh, I'm on the phone. You still want to fall now? Yes. I'm doing I'm doing something. I'm talking about addiction. Okay. Hold on. Hey, let me let me uh, right. go home on this, okay? Yeah, yeah. Let me let me go home on this because this is not I mean, I'm sorry. It's it's drunk. I'm, Just call me. No, I wanna finish this. Yeah, I wanna finish this. That way we can get the word all on the streets about addiction and that you know what I mean, try it maybe to help somebody else. Oh yeah, most definitely. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Like the well, actually, actually, let me check my battery. I can probably unhook you, put my shoes on, and roll out. Yeah, we good. Hold up, we can just okay. on the way out. Perfect. Perfect. Let me, let me just grab my shit. So I ain't got to do this. <laughs> you don't talk crazy to me until you is. We all laugh. This man, you need it. Man, day, talk I'm, Las Vegas. Man. Right. I'm trying to talk about addiction and how to save a motherfucker, and this, this dude. Is real. No, Riz just called me back and told me that girl. I can't help it. They left hours ago, bub. Huh? That ain't got nothing to do with me. Don't come yelling at me like I'm some fucking, uh, just some old, uh, one of your tricks. Cause, uh, I mean, I ain't nothing. Thank God I went after here. That lightning was like right on the porch. That was fucked up. You got my clippers and shit. Yeah, because I'm tired of your mouth, babe. You keep doing me that way. And I will not be disrespected. Man, Running that crazy. mouth like you fucking ain't got no sense for a woman. That's some bogus bullshit. Hold up. I should have a roach right here. Thanks. Sorry. Apologize. <laughs> I mean, we are, but it's all good. You know, I'm Well, you know, here we go. Yeah, Let I mean, me grab my stuff here. Yeah. Let me grab my hair so I don't want to leave nothing. You can have that food, bub. And I won't be back again. After this time, this is fucked up, bro. Oh, that's... It's fucking raining out here. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to be all like that. It's all good. So, anyway. Again, this is Running uh, Day Talk Radio, you know. Yeah. You know, we don't shoot a cold shit. But, yeah, okay. Yeah. So, you said that... Um, we, we left off at... You were yeah, you were you were married and you had your kids okay. and you had the husband. Um, my my mom's had my oldest. My son's thirteen. Um, he's biracial. His dad's in prison. His dad's been in prison since I was. Um, his dad got arrested when I was about seven weeks pregnant. Um, he is in prison for murder. Damn. Um, He's on. Um, I mean, did he? I mean, I know this is like a kind of a fucked up question, but I mean, did um, he him do and it? two other boys shot and killed a Ball State student back in two thousand four. Mm. Yeah, that's real shit. And, but my son, right around there, and Understand. I don't want them to. My um, but like I really don't even know my baby daddy. I I still write him in prison. I didn't write him for a long time though. I mean, how did you meet him? I mean, like high school sweethearts or? Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> it was my girlfriend's friend. Mm. Sorry. But yeah, he was um, he was he was my girlfriend. I had a black girlfriend. Mm. 
Because, because obviously I'm a little lighter, a little light country chick here. Right. But, um, um, also, you go both ways. I mean, also, I mean, you like girls. No, I go one way. It depends on how much time. Right. I understand. It's Straight up, keeping it a hundred. Yeah. Uh, it depends on who. You, if you, if you're a girl, you're a girl. If you're a guy, you're a guy. I haven't been with a woman in a long time. Mm. Um. Like in a relationship and stuff. Right. I haven't even had sex with one in a long time. <laughs> Fuck. Who wants to? <laughs> too much fucking mouth, man. Yeah. Sometimes I, I can understand. I mean, I know I get crazy, and I've gotten a lot more so, but I calm down a lot too, though. Yeah. I think it's, my man, if I can't get the fuck in this bitch, oh my god. There we go. Man. I had to hit it with a hammer, man. And now it's getting starting So, I, I um, for yeah. those, I mean, for those people who not really are familiar with, you know, heroin and the symptoms and just, I mean. Yeah. Would you say that that's the worst drug to actually get? No, crack cocaine would be the worst drug that I've ever seen overcome a family. Mm. And Heroin. Why, and why is um, that? Because it's a fiend drug. It makes you fiend. Well, I don't get that way. I don't smoke crack. I'm not ever been. I've never had the desire, thank God. Because mm-hmm. I have a very addictive personality. You know what I mean? I don't. I'm just thank God that I didn't. Um. But crack cocaine will make, drugs in general will make a woman or a man do things that they would not normally do. Right. Um, whether it's for pleasure or for more drugs. Right. Um, I mean, so then, so then that, that kind of moves me to the question of, I mean, uh, okay. this is kind of a... Yeah, okay, the, like, I'll just answer it for you. I, um, <laughs> I never... I never had a sugar daddy growing up, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Now some women have a sugar daddy. I never could use people. I always figured that if we're gonna, if, if I wouldn't, if I don't want you, I don't want you. Regardless. I can't just be with you because you have some money in your pocket. Right. I would rather be with the motherfucker that ain't got nothing in his pocket that treats me good. Okay. Than the man that's got money in his pocket that ain't, ain't got a lick of sense and he's mean. Right. Understand? You know, um, I never, I never had sex for anything other than pleasure. Um, I mean, until after it was about two thousand. Look at this. Until afterwards. Two thousand and seventeen. Two thousand and sixteen. Okay. I'd already been to rehab up here once. Uh-huh. Um, I left rehab. I've been here once or twice after that. I, through there I left rehab again um, I ran around up here for a little bit because I'm I'm originally from Newcastle now I moved to Newcastle when I was 13 um, and if anybody knows anything about Newcastle Indiana it's a meth cesspool mm. um, meth is taking over the, the lives of everybody down there man it doesn't matter young old I mean for those that really don't know why is meth so addictive what makes it so good and I mean um but I like to get high and fuck mm-hmm. that's, and that seems to be what everybody is. that's what it's about like it intensifies stuff you'll see people like um, they'll be outside working on their car at like 4 o'clock in the morning with a big light <laughs> you know what I mean right. <laughs> they're tweaking you know um, I was always an insomniac and 
um, opiates make me hateful. So, and to get off of that, and they're de- they make you very sick to come up off of. Now, um, amphetamines like methamphetamines, which like um, crystal meth or amphetamines like Ritalin, Adderall, um, Vyvanse, stuff like that, it speeds you up. Uh-huh. And, and um, so your blood goes a little faster. Right. Stuff feels a little better. You know, so. Okay. And I feel like that's why most people do it. It gives them energy, and then in the end, there's a result of some people like to have sex on it, some people can't at all. Mm. You know? And I feel like that's why a lot of people do it, because then they pay for pussy. Okay, right. So it honest. goes back to sex and money, huh? That's all the world. That's what the world revolves around, though. Oh man, hell Think yeah! About drugs, sex, and money. I'm telling you, man. I always said, if you ain't fucking feed me or financing me, you, I don't need you. Man, I'm telling you, I don't. Yeah, for real, I keep it a hey, hundred, man. I feel you, hey, that's no. all the way. And trust me, if you're fu- if you're fucking me, you're feeding and financing me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, but you can feed me and finance me and not get to fuck me. Oh, man, that's not good. I mean, <laughs> no, nah, I wouldn't. I don't know. I, could, I, I mean, I'd, I'd give it a shot sometimes. Right. But no, I don't yeah. like people to take care of me. I understand. I've been independent all my life. So that's why that last relationship really fucked me up because I didn't have to work for months. But I dealt with some shit, though. Right. You know I mean, I dealt with the, giving my twins up for adoption when they were three years old. Man. Um, it was an open adoption. My mom actually has them this has had them the last two weeks this for the summer break. Uh, they're five now. They're still raised as brother and sister with the older two. So. Were your uh, parents together the whole time? No. or I've had the best stepdad in the world. My mm. mom married a man that I introduced her to, which happened to be my best friend's neighbor when I was yeah, eight years crazy. old. I would go, Mom, Mom, Vic's home. Come on, let's go down there. Vic's home. And he had a two-year-old son that he raised. His wife had, him and his wife had um, divorced. And they got married, and they are the one that taught me that love is not something you feel. It is something you do, because you really do just learn to love somebody. True. Because they didn't love each other when they got together. They loved the the children. Well, I mean, here's one thing that I always kind of argue with. Do you really feel as though that when you really love a person, even when you break up or something happens, do you really that think... That love never goes away. Exactly. Exactly. Do you think that... I mean, it kind of hides, it hides, but it never really kind of goes away. Every um, time you see that person, those same thoughts kind of come back to where, you know, you can Depends on how hard... It depends on um, what caused the breakup, how much pain was the ending result. Me and my husband... He cheated on me with my... I left him because he chose drugs over me and the kids. I wanted a better life. So I moved out. Um, We got back together a few times, but... um, I forgot what I was saying. It's all right. Um, You were saying that... that (laughs) It's all good. Uh, We can move on, you know. Why do you feel like... uh, Why do you think that women cheat? I mean, why women cheat? Yes. Um, not all women cheat. Uh, that is a question in itself. That is <laughs> no, that is not a question in itself because, sir, I do not cheat on people. If I feel like I need to cheat on you, I'm leaving you. 
I, mean, I might leave you two hours before I go and do it, but motherfucker, we ain't together no more. Okay, but have you ever cheated on someone though? And been, have I ever been with somebody and cheated on them? Yes. Have you ever been in a relationship and then had sex with another person outside of the relationship in your without the other person there? <laughs> hello, hello. You better, you, you better, you better watch it, boy. Oh, mm-hmm. shit, man. Come on, man. Hello. Hello. Wow, man, you got me sweating over here. Man. And then what about that person's husband or wife that's um, in the background? Oh, man, that's you know, a whole different See, I'm trying to come to Vegas, baby. Uh, right. <laughs> You're not ready for all that. <laughs> I'm just playing. No, but um, yeah, but only, I've had threesomes, but I never with. I wouldn't be with not somebody I was with. But see, I think threesomes can kind of hurt a relationship. Fuck up a whole, it but will, it can I, take it. It can take a broken. I would say really marriage. Can. It could take a broken marriage to a better place. I would say maybe. I don't think it can. No, no, it can't. I mean, why not? Um, because clearly, if it's broken enough that. Um, you guys are fucking somebody together, then, and you guys are happy with that one person fucking that one person together, then y'all just should split up, and that person just comes to you each other separate. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I tried to get my husband after we broke up. I tried to get my husband to come over, and we was gonna have a threesome with this chick, right? Right. And um, he was high, and I wasn't getting high. I was getting. I just got a rehab, um, and I knew by because I. I been with him since 2007 and um off and on we have three children but um i knew by the amount of days that he'd been up that i was not to have sex with him or this chick together so Mm. i made him leave Mm. and i said he's like why i said look you ain't fucking embarrassing me bro (laughs) i said uh I'll do it by myself. If I want to fuck it up, I'll make I'll make sure it's only me. <laughs> He's like, that ain't right. I said, well. I mean, well, I mean, well, since we are actually on that topic, I mean, what was the most maybe craziest sexual experience that you actually had? Due to drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, of course, I don't have kind it's of... It's all due to drugs, for real. I mean, because um, sober, I would probably not have ever done it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't know, honestly, because I don't think what I do is crazy. I mean, I know you got a good story for us. I know you got at least, um, you know, maybe caught a, uh, like, the, like, the, like the money shot might have went to the wrong place or, you know. Oh, my <laughs> 21st birthday. Let's see. My 21st birthday, I was um, having sex with this guy, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, like... He was like, he was getting ready to come, whatever. And he's like, where do you want me to go? And I was like, just put it on my stomach. And when he pulled out, I said, <gasps> and I leaned up a little bit and it went straight on my throat. Oh, man. That's like that shit. Bro. Oh, man. That sounds, yeah. <laughs> no, you know, I mean, spitter swallow who wants to hold it in their mouth long enough to spit it out. Right. I understand. I, understand. I mean, come on now. Bad medicine. Don't you hold your nose and swallow? Oh man, that's that. That is a very good analogy. But it should never be bad. <laughs> right. Like I feel like because fruits are the bomb. If you eat a lot of fruits and stuff, it's okay. But them meat and potato men. Ugh. Oh shit! So 
So that is ah! true. <laughs> I mean, so protein is, shake, motherfucker. I mean, so, <laughs> I mean, so that is kind of true, I guess, if you do eat a lot of different nutrition. Right. Yeah, okay. I mean, I don't really... It's just like if a woman was to eat a lot of fish, like a lot of tuna, right. tilapia, it would kind of your her, pussy going to stink. It kind of throw her pH balance off, or like the water, yeah. right? I understand. Right. I mean, you'd have to like eat it every day, though. Right. Um, but, yeah, fruits and vegetables are more of the... Uh, the way to go the way to make it right that's the way to make a man grow <laughs> fruits and vegetables <laughs> I'm bored man I mean so what do you think uh, I don't know what do you maybe see your life in the next five to seven years um well the day that I gave my twins up for open adoption I said look I am not letting my children go just so I can be a junkie um, I wanted them to be able to have a good life so I could make my life good. So that way I could show them that there is a better life even from a bottom. You know, because there's a bottom to everything. Always. Most Sometimes definitely. bottoms have a basement. I understand. What, but I want to I I show women that there's another way. You don't have to get beat on and stuff and you don't have to you know what I mean you don't have to let anybody put you down because you know what at the end of the day at the end of your life guess who had your back yourself, yourself. exactly exactly straight up like I have this big mirror in my bathroom it's huge and I, I use it as a dry erase board because even though I don't sometimes I don't know how to talk to people mm -hmm. um, and I get tongue tired I want to be a motivational speaker I want to help and I am um, teach people about recovery because I have a, a degree to be a counselor. That, that's great. Um, but I don't, I'm, I can't be a counselor until I know I got it together. I right. don't want to be a hypocrite. Exactly. Even exactly. though I would go sell my friend's dope downtown, down in, from where I'm from, because I figured if they're going to buy it from somebody, Might well get they shall pay my bills <laughs> and then at least I know that they get, at least I know they're getting good stuff. You right, know what I mean? I don't have to worry about somebody up. killing my friend. Uh, I mean, yeah. You know I mean? That's a hell of an analogy. That's but, it was still fucked up, bro. Yeah. But I would say I would still still talk about recovery to him. Yeah. Or sometimes hell, I go get high with him and still talk about recovery. I mean, do you think that as this actual day and age, do you think marijuana is an actual gateway drug still? Or no, I don't think it ever was. Marijuana should be legal everywhere because honestly, that is my medicine. I have cirrhosis of the liver. I'm bipolar. You know what I mean? depressed all that and uh, if I could just sit and smoke weed all day long mm -hmm. I'm great like it makes my it makes everything okay like um like it makes my pain go away I get a little energy you know um I don't feel so down and out and a lot of that's because I do have a little energy I think right um and my pain's gone um right I can eat cause my stomach's not all fucked up from the cirrhosis because I have hep B and C um like I've been treated for B um supposed to go back to the doctor to try the other one which is that treatment is ridiculous made me sick you said you have cirrhosis of the liver I mean caused yeah. by caused by what um hepatitis I only drank until I was 21 and I didn't drink for like 6 years until I got drunk again and then I got alcohol poisoning so <laughs> I drink here and there but nothing but just from um, hepatitis. Mm. 
Yeah. Yeah. Definitely do it. Yeah, they told me, um, the doctor told me that I would have had to gotten hepatitis as an infant and my my cirrhosis still wouldn't be as bad as it is. Damn. Yeah, and um, they don't cause me no trouble. They did there for a minute when I first started, when I first got sick from it. Mm-hmm. It caused me some trouble. I couldn't bend my legs. I, I, was, I was trying to take care of my twins. They were three or two or three. I don't remember now. Um, 2015, they were two. Um, and I was trying to take care of them by myself. I lived in a homeless shelter with them. Um, and then, t- then two weeks later, I lost them. CPS can't, was at the house. I didn't realize it was CPS. I was coming back, and I was actually coming back from a, a drug run. Mm. I went all the way. I'd made an hour trip to take a friend of mine. I took the kids with me just because um, my husband wasn't the greatest person. Um, I paid a babysitter when I worked um, and stuff like that because I couldn't trust him to take care of my kids. Mm. Um, he was good when I was around. You know what I mean? I didn't have to worry about that. But I didn't want him to get aggravated or something and just, you know. What about those situations? I know you maybe got a story to tell me about. It was kind of maybe like you were in a movie or you maybe kind of woke up and didn't know what the fuck that you were at and it was like the next day. Um, I know you maybe got something, a story like that. From being high? Yeah, yeah, yes. Or, or just the other day? <laughs> I mean, I ain't gonna lie, I'm keeping it a hundred, man. Yeah, fuck it. The other day, man, I was like, I've spent some money this week. I ain't gonna lie, come across a little change, and um, I I like this older guy. Um, he's he's good to me right now. I haven't been able to talk to him. All he's sick, and I'm worried about him, but I can't. I won't go over there to check on him. Right. You just don't, I just don't show up at people's houses. I don't care. Right. I really don't show up at my mama's house unless I tell her I'm coming. I understand. You know, I'm just, just how I do. I even knock. Right. Um, that's from doing bad in my life. That's from doing things I've done in my life. I'm lucky I'm wild around some places. What about the um? What about the actual justice system? I mean, have you? I know you maybe been in jail for a little while or. Yeah, but let me tell you about me waking up and not knowing that. Okay. Okay. All right. So, so um, um. I'm smoking crack with these dudes. With this dude, um, OG, I'm smoking crack with OG, um, Kaka, and Kaka's wife. They're old school. I mean, I'm talking um, mid-50s. Okay, yes. So that's how I get down. I like older people. They're, they're more mature. Right. I don't have to worry about no bullshit, drama, mm-hmm. usually. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, I'm usually pretty good at picking my youngsters like that, too. But... <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes, hey, sometimes they get you. You know what I mean? We, I, I, I know the game of life. I know how to live life. I just told, I just chose not to. Correct. I got nervous and started talking fast. It's all good. It's all good. Um, I can tell you everything you want to hear, and be doing everything that I'm telling. I can be doing totally different than what I'm telling you. I'm doing. Mm. Well, you know, really. That, that sounds like a typical female, though. <laughs> no, that's your brother, boo. <laughs> While you're bullshitting, yeah. I don't do that. I'm for real. I'm down. I will tell you what it is, why it is. You know what I mean? I Understand. don't. I would rather tell you the truth and you be hurt than lie to you and then you end up hurt later. I truly understand. So can we get back to, you know, you waking tell up? Tell me waking up. Yes. Okay, so uh, old boy kind of made me, we up a couple of days. 
I knew it was time to go to bed. Well, I got aggravated. Um, so I came, was getting ready to go home. I said, fuck it. I called our um, hefty, defty, um, <clears throat> our hefty, defty friend, uh, Mm-hmm. And um, had her come and pick me up and take me to down south to the corner bar where I was meeting a friend of mine that I'd went on a date with like the week before that. That had Ubered me around town to get to where we were going. It spent like $400 on me. Whoa. Just in food and drinks and Ubers. Right? Ubers, Ubers, Ubers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, didn't even ask for sex or nothing. I was like, score it. Right. <laughs> Boom. Like, <laughs> like, fuck, you must be a fag. Uh, something. <laughs> right. So um, I was meeting him again. Even after I got a uh, text talking about, from this chick talking about this guy we know and how it happened to be this guy I'm talking about right now. But he said he met her before me. But how'd she get my number but anyways here or there so I get down to the corner bar right yeah and he's the only black man in there cause um I don't fuck with anything but black men mm-hmm. I mean I have a white husband mm-hmm. um but yeah. <laughs> you always know what to expect from a nigga I ain't gonna lie <laughs> yeah sorry if I no no uh, disrespect to anybody with the nigga word it's all good so um so I He's the only one in there. I'm not even got started eating. I can't help he'd been drunk all day. And I was supposed to met him a few hours before that. And I just wasn't really kind of feeling it. And um, then I finally just went because I wanted to get drunk. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd been up a couple of days. I was tired. So I go in and start drinking double shots of pound. Mm-hmm. I've got, I'm on my second double shot. And he's like, you ready to go? And I was like, yeah, where are we going? So we end up at the um, the truck stop bar. That's, <laughs> that's some new shit, huh? The new shit, the truck stop. That's the truck stop. <laughs> Down off of Harding. Yeah. The investment lounge, right? So I get out, and there's all kinds of guys standing in there, of course, because we're at the truck stop. While I walk in this bar like I'm the boss, because I ain't the boss bitch I am. <laughs> I roll. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Excuse me, here I am. <laughs> Everybody looks. It don't matter. Um, I did not always look good. I did not always have the confidence. I do have. Sometimes they get. I get overly confident. Mm. <clears throat> sometimes I. Yeah, I do. And I have to regroup and be like, you know what, <laughs> bitch, take those shoes off and put those on because you need to step down. <laughs> um, I understand. So, I go out to smoke a blunt because I've been trying to smoke this month. Like I'm like, oh no night I go smoke this blunt and I'm way across the parking lot by myself um just chilling looking through my phone and I look over and old boy's talking to this chick in his chair well here comes this OG right this old school he's like a gray afro little gray afro <laughs> handsome man he was you know what I mean and um we was talking 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 and Hell, I don't know. Um, I ended up crying half the night and passing out and woke up and I didn't wasn't really sure where I was at, but I knew I was okay. So I'm I mean, how do you know that when you don't really maybe remember what the fuck happened? No, because I remember because I just didn't. Because when you wake up and and you're you just wake up and you're like <sighs> and you panic real quick, and then once you get you once you wake up all the way, you realize where you're at. Right. You figure it. I mean, I ain't. 
I've been fucked up on meth before and be up six, seven days, go to sleep, wake up and have to go outside and look at the address to find out where the fuck I am. (laughs) Motherfucker. Open up the door to the refrigerator. Open the refrigerator because you know your kids are hungry and you can't get nothing out the bitch. You have to call your friend and tell them, look, um, I know my kids are hungry. I can open the refrigerator, but I don't know what to do. And have to have somebody come because your mind is fried. I mean, so you saying it had became that bad for you where it was more so... On meth, that was just when it started. Okay. That was when it was real, real good stuff. Mm. Yeah, because now I don't know. I, don't, I haven't been doing none. Um, but even in the end, I wasn't getting like that. You know what I mean? Like, everything changed the last few years. I mean, but when I first started doing meth, that shit was fire. And I don't, I never, I didn't smoke meth. I didn't snort meth. I shoot meth. Mm. Like I'm an um, IV drug user, and okay. so it was. Um, but now, if I was to do drugs, I'd just do whatever. I mean, whatever. I don't want to. Sh- I don't want to shoot. Dr- I don't want to shoot dope anymore. It makes your arms and stuff look bad, right. and you get the tracks and everything. Even well, even, you know, um, mine are only on the tops of my hands. I have certain places that I ran. But even as many years as I shot drugs, I really have not gone. I look good compared to nowadays crowd. I mean, what's your favorite place to actually... The top of my hand. Mm. By my pinky. Mm. On that vein, right by my pinky. Or the one that runs um, from your pointer finger to your thumb. Mm. But, um Yeah. I know I heard um, about a lot of males actually shooting it. Um, I would not put it in their anything. That's <laughs> crazy. I if know. you're talking about their yeah, P word. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, um, I just, look, that just don't seem no uh, different than any other place. You know what I mean? And um, why would you put anything in your pecker? Right. Uh, that's just, that that good, is unbelievable. You know what? You get an abscess in your arm for shooting dope. I'll be, I'll be dead gum if I'd put it in my cooter. Oh man, <laughs> cooter. <laughs> well, first off, I ain't gonna put no needle in my cooter. Right, true. Because I know an older lady when I was younger, she was I was locked up with her, and she talking about I shoot, I shoot, I shoot it into my pussy. I said what? Mm. And she said yeah, and she showed like she was trying to show people how she do it. She's like I get the mirror and do this, this, and this. Well, um back in the day I weighed about 380 pounds but I've lost a lot of weight so one day I was looking and I was like well I guess I understand where she's find that vein at now <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me find out it only took me 10 years to find it right <laughs> but I wouldn't I couldn't see putting anything you know what I mean in something that sensitive like getting it pierced even man I just that scares me just even thinking about it I mean maybe if I was high when I was high I got one of my nipples done oh uh, okay I done a lot of crazy shit only um, one I mean what was it? you said you was high yeah well you know just yeah. one was all I needed mm. and I ripped it out so it was a, oh man yeah I was leaning over a couch and got it caught on the back of it so. damn so let's get into this jail situation. I mean, what really? I mean, you was thugging. You jail was, is horrible. I mean, like, how did you? What led you to that type of lifestyle? I mean, a bad um, night, bad decisions. Boyfriends. Oh man. Boyfriends and drugs. Boyfriends and drugs. Well, could you maybe tell us all about it? Because we were glad to hear. I know. I know, right? Yes, yes. We're also inquiring Sorry. minds would like to know. <laughs> You're a smart ass. <laughs> 
Let me fucking find out. But I know that, and honestly, it needs to be told. You know, I mean, I know drugs. Drugs will kill. I've never been so excited. Hold on, I will get back to the subject. Never been so excited to turn on the TV and watch a commercial about if kids, if your parents are on drugs and you want to find them help. Mm. I about cried. Man. I mean, oh my god, you know. Hell, back in the day, it was dare. Do right. not, don't do, say no to drugs. Right. And when dare his paperwork came out, parents were like, "You guys were not fucking saying nothing." Right. I didn't. I didn't worry about that. You know what I mean? But I know that. I know that I had friends that parents were some good rollers. You know, my dad was a wasn't in my life, but very often. But I know that he's he's an addict mm. still to this day. He's he's. I'm glad that. What really kind of did it for me was um, to be around people and meet addicts. They remember you, and then days later, they don't. Hello? You still there? Hello? Yeah, I can hear you now. Hello? All right. Yeah. Did you hear me hollering at you? Yeah. Uh, so, Hold on, I've dropped you. Yeah, you must have dropped the phone. Yeah, it disconnected from my headphone. My phone's jacked up. Mm, it's um, all good. I ended up... I, I started... Let's see, how did I even get there? Oh, let's see. I went to jail for the first time when I was um, 21. Mm -hmm. I lived in Rushville. I didn't know I was pregnant with my first child yet. Um, I went to jail in February... Um, I only spent three days, but um, I was at the Arrowhead. And mm. I lived at this big apartment complex called the Durban. Mm. And um, just like a slum lord, just a run, you know what I mean? Right. It used to be like an old motel type deal. Uh -huh. Well, me and uh, my fr best friend, she at the time, well, they've all, her and her brother and sister have always been my friends, and her mom, you know. They they hold they're hold dear to me, and uh, so I lived with her. And we lived right across the street. Well, we was drinking. We have a good old time. That's all we did is have good old times. Me and her, and uh, right. So uh, we was drinking, and I was kicking it with the bartender. Well, he puts some crank, goes in the bathroom, and takes off the mirror, mm. and puts some crank on the mirror. And he's like, I left it in there. Well, I've never done crank. And hell, come to find out now, crank is methamphetamine. Right, right. Yeah. Right. But crank is just like a... Um, they just, it's a different name for shake it. Shake and bake. Right. Shake and bake that they don't um, shard, that they don't use the, like the blow dryer to make the crystal right, like the street of type of dirty version of it. Right. Yes, dirty meth. Yes. Right. Bathtub dope. Right. Right. So, we're just doing that. Well, I ended up... Um, I ended up going home. No, we didn't go. We after the bar closed, we held me and the bartender was smoking crack and whatnot. Nevers, that's my favorite. <laughs> <Why not nevers? laughs> and we were smoking crack. Watch and then it was a few days. I was up and I was hanging out with this dude. And the next night, we started drinking. Um, I don't drink. Don't I don't drink tequila. Mm. Um, I'm allergic to it. It's rough. It makes me break out in handcuffs. What's your favorite uh, drink? Um, depends on my mood. 
Right. Okay. I I like um, double shot of Jaeger, straight at the bar, and then carry on a Bud Light, or um, Crown, double shot of Crown, double shot of Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey. Um, <laughs> yeah, usually a uh, beer chase with whatever I'm drinking. If I'm drink, I mean I don't drink for usually. Um, right. I'll sit at home with a bottle of vodka or something every once in a while. Just have a couple shots to wind down. Mm-hmm. Um, but my brother killed himself in 2014, and he was an alcoholic. So I tried to steer steer clear of that. Right, I will definitely. My understand. stepdad was an alcoholic growing with me growing up. You know, even as, even as the greatest man in the world, he still had an addiction. He didn't let it cause no trouble for us, though. Right. My, I mean, he might have wrecked a few cars and did a couple thirty day bits in jail, but. You know what I mean? It wasn't like. So you were just so you were just in jail for three days, and that's it. I, I mean, was in jail for three days. Look, I got he. I was drinking double shots of Crown. He somehow got a. I got a shot of uh, tequila. I blacked. Started to black out. I told my friend, "Look, I got to go home. We just live right across the street." So I went to take off running across the street. I missed the fucking curb. Did a big three sixty. Slice my hand, palms of my hands open. Look up, and there's the police. Damn. And Brad Hatfield was a bitch. Mm. He was a bitch growing up, and he's probably still a bitch today. Mm. And like, because his wife's an addict and stuff, and he judge and like he will arrest you just because you're an addict. Damn. When he will buy his drugs for his wife, you know, hypocrite. Um, and that's why I call him what I do. Mm-hmm. You know. Um. I end up getting inside anyway to the apartment. Um, <clears throat> next thing I know, there's beating on the um, there's beating on the door because there was an outside door that you had to come into to get in the hallway to even get to the apartment. And right, this is inside the door of our apartment mm-hmm. door. And so I opened the door and it's the police. Damn. And uh, they were like, um, "We're here to." Uh, investigate a report about a girl slitting her wrist, blah, blah, blah. Um, we received a call from uh, Marcus such and such from uh, Wisconsin. Right. Let me motherfucking find out that I talked to anybody in on the phone while I was passed out from Wisconsin and they <laughs> called the cops on me. Damn. And let me find out I tried to slit my wrist because I saw. Right. So there's Brad Hatfield. I'm trying to talk to him. I'm like, I didn't do nothing, and then I black out. Well, who knows what all was said when I blacked out? Because every time I come to, every time I come to, he'd be like, "You say one more word, I'm going to arrest you." I'd black out again. Next thing I know, I'm walking to the cop car, no socks on, middle of winter, <laughs> a little bitty, uh, like a baby doll tee. Oh man, so he was like um, half ass naked and just. Oh, uh, and a pair of Levi's. Oh man. Yeah. You and I'm it? not thin at this point in time. Oh, I'm not thin now. Right. But I'm a big girl. I didn't have a bra on, nothing. Oh man. Look, they the jail was calling my mom. Are you guys going to come and get her? She will not shut up. <laughs> they was going to let me go for uh, without being held for the whole time for being intoxicated. <laughs> <laughs> But I sat there for um, sat there for three days, and the bartender came and bonded me out. The bartender came and got you out. 
Hell yes, he did. Because that's a real motherfucker. <laughs> that's some shit right there. But you know what? That man um, went and done um, a lot of years in prison. He ended up being a big mess ringleader. Um, yeah. <laughs> right. So, I mean, I guess I could have been in it to win it. Right. <laughs> you know? Thank God I got away. Yeah. Thank God I ain't found out I was pregnant. Yeah. I mean, shit, Trump might have came and got you out anyway, so. Who, Trump? Yeah, he, he probably came and got you out. You Let me find out. Let anymore. me motherfucking find out that that motherfucker's <laughs> going to kill us. <laughs> I said, what the fuck? I mean, what's your take on um, politics? Are you very political? Or? I fuck, I look, it don't benefit me oh, none. Shit. I don't fuck with it. That's, that's I don't good. want. That's good. I can't help it because you know how I, you know why I can't tell, I can't do it because what if I make a choice? What if I vote for this such and such person mm-hmm. and they kill somebody? I mean, well, if I wouldn't have gave, if I wouldn't help get them into this position, they wouldn't have been able to do it. But I mean, shit, they always killing people every day doing something. I can't worry about that. It didn't have nothing to do with me. I mean, it's happening in your own backyard, cops. I mean, I, it did. Way. It did happen in my backyard. Two motherfuckers are being killed in my backyard right now. See, in this see that's apartment complex. That's what in I'm this apartment. And I didn't hear a damn gunshot. See, that's the same thing that happened to um, Trayvon Martin. You know. Let me find out that I've heard enough gunshots in life that I don't hear gunshots anymore. Though. Man, are you sure that's not just the PST? The PST. I don't know. I don't hear them, though. Oh, I'm glad I don't hear them. Yeah. Because I can imagine if I, because I, I have dreams of my brother killing himself, and I didn't find him. I didn't get to see him or nothing. Like, they wouldn't open the casket for me to have one final anything. Man. But my best friend that uh, we lived across the Arrowhead mm-hmm. at, at the Durban, her and her um, brother and sister got me a necklace for my brother's funeral and I wear it every day I'm so sorry to hear that I mean so that was the the longest he's the lucky one (laughs) that was the longest time that you actually spent in jail you never been to to prison no I've been I did three years in prison okay see see, that's what I'm going two years and nine months for what um doing drugs I mean, you can't just go to jail for just doing drugs I mean, what happened it was a story I Um, I sold some drugs to my best friend and she wired up on me Oh, so she kind of was the informant. Yeah. And I told her four times that day I didn't have anything. I was going to the methadone clinic. My daughter was a year, my oldest daughter was a year and a half old, which is, she is 10 now. And um, she just kept on and on and on. I'm sick, I'm sick, I'm sick, I'm sick. Well, I would sell my take home every weekend, take home, and go to Dayton and get heroin. Mm-hmm. Hell, sometimes I'd go to hair. I'd go to Dayton buy heroin to get high before I stop at the methadone clinic. Right, that's man. I mean, that's addiction. Yeah, it's ridiculous, mm-hmm. and I should be dead. Man, I think, I thank God every day I'm not. Thank no, you. I don't. I ain't gonna lie. I don't do it every day, but I should. Right, true, true. I mean, Some we, days I ask him why I'm still alive. I mean, we all have and our I, thoughts. And I know it's because I'm to. Uh, my story will help somebody. Oh yeah, most definitely, always. Um. But I went. She um she kept bugging me that day. Come on, come on. She owed me money. She said I'll even pay you what I owe you. I was like, okay, well fuck it then. I'll do it. I went to the. I, I lived in Milton, Indiana. It's just a little bitty town. Uh-huh. Got a post office, a church, and a um. It does have a cemetery. Uh-huh. It's where my grandparents are buried. God rest their souls. I miss them. Um. 
I went to a fucking post office and next thing I know, uh, the police are jerking her out by the head of her hair and they're telling me to step out the car and they arrested me for possession, which was just of a bottle, an empty methadone bottle. Mm. By the time I made, but by the time I made it to jail, it was a dealing in a schedule one, two, three controlled stuff since a class B felony. Damn. Yeah, my dad bonded me out after six days. I just had to promise I wouldn't go to the methadone clinic no more. So you actually had to like go to trial for it, or you just kind of pled? No, I ended up pleading guilty. That was in January of two thousand and nine. November, I got sentenced. October two thousand nine. I got sentenced to 10 years, two suspended, eight due four. Because mm. you get your, it was time, it was half time back then. You know what I mean? You right. got two for one. Yes. Um, eight due four, two years probation. Um, I turned myself in on November 3rd. I sent in the Wayne County Jail for 12 days. Man, Wayne County. Higher than Hades. <laughs> on, uh, I took so much shit in with me that I didn't even go through withdrawal, which methadone is the worst withdrawal you will ever receive in your life. You will want to die. I, I have it heard. sets up in your bones, Man. and it's got that shelf life. Man. Methadone lasts for six days before you even start going through withdrawal. That's fucked up. But um, I, I was at prison before I ever was really into withdrawal. Hmm. Um, I mean, how was prison? I mean, because I keep on hearing that the actual women's, women's prison is worse than the men's. I mean, is that true? Let me fucking let me fucking find out because you know what? I adapt to anything. I will make any bad situation good. It don't matter. But I met some very wonderful people in there, and you always hear people say, "Don't ask them what they did. Don't ask them what they did." Really? No, you shouldn't. Because if they want you to know. They'll tell you. Um, or somebody's going to tell you. Right. Straight up. Somebody's somebody going to know, and they're going to tell you. Correct. Um, if they take the time to talk to you, you'll learn who they are, and you won't care what their charge is. Right. I hate to say that, but you will honestly take a woman that um, helped burn, when she was 16, helped burn a 12-year-old child. You'll actually become her best friend you know what I mean and she will teach you lots of things or whatever you, it's it's just you cannot judge somebody for what they've done that's true I mean unless they did, unless they baby raping and then bitch hmm. right true I mean, I mean let me just kind of make sure I'm hearing this right women's prison is not, everything is what you make it I understand but you even saying, a men's prison but you just said where they be shanking people and shit women's prison they don't shank people and shit in women's prison I truly understand but but you just said with the babies and with the raping I mean so that was okay for her to burn a kid but then if she raped somebody it's not she was 16 and the child was 12 they were both still not in the right state of mind. Uh, that's you know. I mean, that's kind I'd of. Look, I know a, it's kind of. That's kind of. But I learned a, who she was before true, I knew. Uh, yeah, yeah, it depends. I'm, right, uh, man, man. If they're kind of, if one of them is a little bit, the baby off, rapers are are usually um, already singled out. You don't get yeah, a chance. To meet nobody. Of course, of course. You know what I mean? Yeah. So of course, it's you're not gonna you're you're not gonna be a friend with the baby rapist. Of course, unless you um, have a class with them or something, right? And right. you, 
and you do it that way because I do know some and I will speak to them and I went down here on the street I mean I understand what you're saying you actually learn these people character and actually who they're actually who they really are as a person opposed to their charges you know so I definitely understand where you're coming from and I definitely would agree because we're not what we do you know what I mean? That doesn't make us who we are. True. It just really just... What we did make, like, whatever, whoever we are and whatever addiction we have is what makes us make the choices we do. True. But I mean... To an extent. Yes, exactly. To a definite, deeply extent that will... I mean, certain choices that you will make can really fuck your life up. I mean, it can really fuck you up to where it's just... Oh, my God. It's really stressful. You know, and it be- and it becomes to where, man, I can understand how some people just get hooked on drugs, and especially when you have kids and so much stress, and you're trying to do a job, and it's it's a lot of stress factors, but it's always another way out. You know, I think that's well, the message. Some people don't know that though. Some that's people true. don't understand that there's another way. Well, that's why we're doing this you know form. I mean? That, I mean, that's because what I mean. Because if you, um, because right now the only other way for me is recovery. So, but if I'd have never met, if I'd have never um, got addicted, you know, what I mean, if I wouldn't have been addicted, because I don't think that's anything I chose to do. I don't think I just said, "Oh, I'm gonna become a fucking junkie." Right. Well, yeah, I did kind of joke around. You know that little spinning <laughs> um, ballerina. Right. Nobody ever says they want to be a junkie when they grow up. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, I mean, about what age? I wanted to be the worst motherfucking person possible. I didn't want to... Man. I just... I didn't like myself when I was young. You know young, what I mean? Young, like 9, 10. I mean, did it start? Yes, I never... Uh, I mean, I can't say never, because I do now. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I didn't like myself when I was young. Hmm. Nobody liked me either. I felt like people just put up with me. Yeah. You know? So, Hell, you know me. Nauseous. <laughs> and mouthy. Imagine yeah. me at 10 just wreaking havoc. Man. Because Ooh. I think I've changed a lot since, I mean, just since I met you. You know what I mean? I, I think yeah. I, I still have my time. That's true. But I learned to apologize now. Yeah. Or I'll stop and catch myself. Right. You know, I mean, so if you can tell the people out there, you know, what when it's almost too late and they kind of feel like there's no way out, what I mean, what's your best advice for the for the people? When there's no when you don't think there's any way out, there's no way out, and all you can turn to is the drugs and just getting high is everything. When you think there's no way out and you just want to go get high, go to church. Get you a higher power. Get you something that will make you um, do something different. True. Do something different. Addiction is a mind disease. It is. I will not ever be good enough for anybody. I will not ever be pretty enough for myself. I will never be thin enough. I'll never be this. I'll never be that. I'll never. It's always something for somebody. Right. Always. True. You know, I wholeheartedly believe that everybody needs somebody to talk to um I do not have female friends um men are easier to talk to right um, a, lot of, everybody a lot says of men that. yes a lot of men believe uh, like a lot of people feel like that um women shouldn't hang out with a bunch of dudes 
I don't feel like I should hang out with a bunch of women. <laughs> you know? Right. Um, I know a lot of guys. Just because I've met a lot of guys that might be, I've talked to them on the phone, talked to them on the internet, you know? I like to listen to their stories. I've helped a lot of men um, in recovery. A lot of men have helped me in recovery because mm-hmm. I can tell a man, look, I never had sex for money until I was 34 years old and I was clean and sober. You know, um, I have walked the streets of Indianapolis for months, didn't have a place to go, and I stayed high because I didn't have a place to go. I worked a day labor job, so I got paid every day. Mm-hmm. You know, I am. Um, and then I realized that, hey, I ain't even got to, I don't have to pay for a motel room because there's a guy out there somewhere that would love to lay next to me. Right. There you go. Back page was a motherfucker. I learned that from a girl from rehab. Mm-hmm. They just post she, but she got arrested. But we're not going to talk about that, right? <laughs> uh, I mean, do, do, that's not okay. No Taiwan, right, right? Right? Understand? Trust me. Uh, yeah, I, I ain't get, no prostitute. I don't get anybody locked up or nothing but, like that. Trust me. Well, I, I look at it this way: even if you're my husband, at some point in time in my life. I've been your whore. You have I you have got me something and I've had sex with you for it. I mean, I guess honestly, believe it or not, yeah. I know this is kind of a lot to say, but maybe once in every woman's life they can possibly say that that they have had sex not to have sex for You've had possession. sex to benefit yourself. Exactly. Pretty much to kind of sum it up, you mm. know. But I mean, that's maybe we can say to be on the safe side because I know this is <laughs> just to look, be. <laughs> I, just look, to be, I look at it this way: if you enjoy it and I enjoy it, why don't you pay me for it? <laughs> I mean, man. <laughs> Whoa! But I wouldn't fuck you for money if I wouldn't fuck you for free. All right? Okay. That's. I mean, that's a hell of a Straight up, too. straight up. I ain't gonna be that bitch that been over this big fat nasty fuck behind me with his belly all over me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Come on now. Oh, this ain't that. I ain't one of those. I wouldn't be one of those chicks. Like I wouldn't. I wouldn't walk the street. You wouldn't. I mean, you know. Right. I, I I've done a little. I've done a couple of escorts. I mean, you're gonna right. take so me out. You're gonna wine me, dine me. Right. More you're classy. You're gonna spend some money. More classy. I always. I'm, I'm white class trash. Right. <laughs> I understand. I trust me. Understand. Kind of like shameless. Yeah. Like you watch shameless. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't be no different than. Me and you just going out on a date and having sex on the first date. You know what I mean? And never talking again. Yeah. I mean, I, I talk to people again. You know what I mean? Regardless. I mean, believe it or not. My friendships people, are friendships. I mean, there are some people that do still have a problem with the whole casual sex. Um, I, mean, I mean, we can the, get casual in the bathroom without your name. <laughs> true. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> right? I mean, come on now. I mean, yes, certain people still do believe in that, but I mean, but then you have to look at like the health reasons. I want that. I want that in life. I want just one person. I want, I want to be happy in life. But if I can find that one person, I I feel like I just keep running through them because I keep thinking I got one and then it ain't. And then so I wait and find another one and then it ain't. Well, maybe. Or or I might just hit it and miss them together. I mean, no. Well, you have to be a good judge of character, you know, and always. I really have lost that. This last few, I feel like. Well, sometimes or they have. It's, they got good game. Good game. 
<laughs> it's that mouth that that's a, them words but i should i need to step up my game i guess because my word game used to be on point okay okay i see you play a player i used to have motherfuckers tell my um even my husband like even when we weren't together i had this old man he was a friend of my dad's that he'd been in prison with um i met him at work and it just happened to be that he's a friend of my dad's and i lived with him and i could walk through the house naked and that old man wouldn't even look at me Nah, trust me. He was probably that's looking. how he, re- he but he wasn't re- disrespectful. Right, right. I mean, true. if he didn't look, what the fuck is he a faggot? Right, he was still looking though. Trust me. You know what I mean? Come on now, <laughs> shit. But yeah. I mean, it was just like, you, no, you don't have to be disrespectful about any kind of anything, you know. Mm-hmm. But them old men be on it. They will. They'll pay you for your conversation, and that's what he told my husband. He said, "Look, if you would just respect her hustle." Y'all will be good," he said. "Cause she don't even be fucking on man." <laughs> so you just was, was actual like just talk, just I mean, conversation. Kind of game, yeah. A lot of no, a lot of older men want companionship. Their wives have died. They like to go out to eat, but they don't want to go out with a bunch of guys because they're older. True. They just want to have a nice dinner, have a conversation, the company of a woman. Right. You know, you might go back to a motel room and have a couple of drinks. Um, and be that it. You might not have sex with them. You might do whatever. So, but that's your run. That's your business. So almost kind of like you like a human service dog, but you actually get paid. A human service dog. <laughs> My nigga, let me find out you're just a friend, bro. <laughs> right. Let me find out that me and you can't go out to eat. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just saying. You know, I'm just saying. <laughs> we're all. If that's the case, we're all human service animals. <laughs> If you think oh, about it, shit, that is hilarious. Because right now, you know what you are to me. You're my emotional support because I for real called you and just had a whole breakdown and ended up having a whole conversation with you. Oh, trust me, it's great. Um, you know what I mean, and I I, I appreciate it. it. Oh yeah, for real. Oh yeah, and um, like I said, you know, I got the show, so you know, I mean, right. I mean anytime but we need to get. Hit. I mean, for real, we need to get on this um, recovery tip for real on a serious note. I mean, yeah, when we can, oh, yeah. Hit, I'll make some notes down and stuff because. Recovery is the way to go, and I, I would love to help spread the. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I want to start. I want to start a. Um, like, I really, I've got a desire to once I keep once I keep get my stuff together. Um, mm-hmm. I believe that God will bless me to start a um, a women's shelter type um, for women yes. that have children with them, uh-huh. so they don't have to lose them to CPS. Right. They can. They have the choice to um, either sign their children over to DCS or enter my program mm-hmm. and I believe that that's I believe God will bless me with that that was a dream that I had when I was about um, 17 um, that I would have a home um, I've had dreams of things um, and years later like deja vu right right um, I, I came up back in 2016 I met a woman in one of my dreams here in Indianapolis at a shelter yeah and what is she um she was just a um i was staying over i had left rehab so my husband could um have a chance at recovery because i was doing good and i thought it would do him so good maybe we could save my our family (laughs) that was a joke but Mm -hmm. i'd had about two and a half years before that i had this dream and i woke up and i told my husband his name's chris i said chris I, i said i just had this dream that i was at this women children shelter and this little black girl was running around with this cutest little black boy I said and she wanted me to tell her how she's supposed to shower and these showers with this kid because there's no door on them mm. and I didn't really remember much else in the dream and then uh, June 2016 
no, May 2016, I, I met this woman at a shelter. I was at the um, the Ruth, uh, wait a minute, what is it called? Uh, the Ruth something. But yeah. it was the Salvation Army, uh-huh. uh, Women and Children Family Shelter down on Alabama. And it was the cutest little black boy and his beautiful mom mm-hmm. wanted to know how she was supposed to take a shower when she couldn't wash her kid and there was watch her kid and there was no doors on the shower. And I told her I would watch him. Mm. And she was I yes. Well that was good. I, that was definitely helpful. Yeah. I've met um uh, and I know it's of God, you know, and I know that if it's used for the good of God then there would be you know I mean I know that right. if I live for God my you know I mean it would be more of anointing and I would could use do something with it yes but um my friend's pregnant and I told her about I told her she was pregnant but she wasn't even pregnant until two weeks later damn isn't that crazy yeah that's, that's yeah. very deep and I said I said Jamie Dale are you pregnant she said Aunt Nikki uh, why did you ask that? She said, because we all know you're a little crazy. <laughs> I said, don't worry about it. Don't even take a pregnancy test shit. Just wait. All right. And then she's pregnant with a little boy. Mm-hmm. He's doing September. Oh, man. That's a hell of a story. Right. Yes. That right. Is. But you know what? You would think I would use that. Some of the ones I've known, like I've come across stuff when I begin to see the um, cycle of the was gonna like the deja vu whatever you want to call it getting uh-huh. happen you would think that I would change it and I don't ever change it well you yeah. out jacked up shit go through they say you really can't fuck with time so I mean I guess that's right but why but I why do I see him if I'm not supposed to do something about him I mean it could just be there right it could just be happening you know let just let it happen just let it flow or maybe I should pray maybe I should yeah God. true you should always pray oh yeah definitely. yeah oh yeah, yeah. I don't have the greatest relationship with God, um, but that's just because I have a lot of questions and I don't know how to ask questions and people don't want to listen. They always, once you are a certain way all your life, when you try to change, definitely, definitely, they always automatically expect you to be that same person. I'm telling no you, matter man, why. people will hold you for one fucked up thing for the rest of your fucking life. I'm telling you. But guess what? Fuck them. I'm telling you, fuck them. That's how I feel about it now. Fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck what? him. Fuck her. her fuck their dog. The dog. <laughs> <laughs> fuck everybody. Fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're, they're only hurting themselves, for real. I'm telling you, man. I'm, I can be your best friend or your worst enemy. Oh, man. Stab you right in the back. I swear. You know what's yes, This has I definitely... Would, I would rather help somebody than... I'm telling you. I, I, I'm the same way. But this has definitely been... Uh, educational and information man this has definitely been a great interview i just appreciate you taking out some of your time i know you're kind of busy you no know. i'm not hey i can sit know. here and talk to you all day I, i'm I supposed know. to be packing the move bro but i'm for real ain't touched it oh trust me i don't know where i don't know where i'm going i don't even have the money to get a, a storage unit or nothing i, I understand but you're gonna i mean that's one thing about you you're definitely going to figure it out Look, you know? I ain't a survivor, bro. I am a warrior because you know why? Because I'm continually fighting. Yeah, every day. Every day. Every day. I've mm-hmm. been beat. I've been, you know, all kinds of shit, man. 
and I still made it. That's that's all that I'm telling you. That's all that matters. And pri- your prime example of how people can overcome some things and really I haven't overcome it yet. I mean, uh, hey, you're getting you came this way, shit. At least you're not in jail still. Yeah. So trust me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I left Newcastle back in September and moved up here and got a job and got clean and sober and was doing right and ended up kind of jacking off some. You know, ended up lonely. Well, hey, I mean, as long as you cut it, see, see, one thing that I have learned is you must stay focused on whatever that you're doing. You have to stay focused and you have to finish, you know, because once you kind of hear... And I got ADD, bro. Yeah, I understand. I know, I know. That's (laughs) That's why our interview went to everyone's direction. I understand. It's all right. That's why I said I'll make notes next time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's been very fun. It's been very interesting. You know, I just enjoyed your time, and it's always a pleasure. Right. You Me know, too. Me too. and um, oh, man, Renegade Talk of Las Vegas. I really hoped you enjoyed this show, man. So much to say. Just have a good one. Behavior. Renegade. Renegade Talk Radio.